I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in this video, I'm going to be talking to you about Did Your Differences Become an Issue? Well, one of the things that you'll find in a relationship is that sometimes your differences will be too great that you and your partner can't work through it or can't work it out. However, sometimes people use this phrase as an excuse because they're just not feeling the chemistry and it's tough to know. So today I'm going to go through an example that's going to look at that because there's a good chance that when your ex broke up with you, they said something like, oh, well, you know, things are just too different between us and, you know, we don't have the same ideals or we don't have the same desires when you had those same ideals and desires from the get-go. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is their perception. So I'm going to talk about that, but I had a quick email that I wanted to share with you guys up front. And it was somebody that I did a Skype with last month. They said, hi, Craig. I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving and thank you again for our awesome Skype call we did in October. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad that it was really helpful for you. They said, it really helped a lot and I'm going to schedule with you soon. I wish I could say my Thanksgiving was a good one, but it wasn't. I had a hard time not looking at my phone for most of the day. That is very common. When you're having a day like Thanksgiving, a birthday, or a major holiday, maybe your ex's birthday, Christmas, New Year's, all those holidays really come up for us and we're really just obsessively thinking about our ex on those days. Because let's face it, we're really hoping that they'll use that day as an indirect, direct approach, right? That they'll use that as an excuse. They'll use the holiday as an excuse to do the indirect, direct approach. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But that doesn't mean they're not thinking about you on that day, because in most cases, they will be. My ex did not reach out, but that's okay, because I realized something that night. I realized that I hadn't really changed as much as I thought. That is a big warning that I always try and tell you guys, change takes time. And a lot of times you guys feel like two or three weeks after a breakup you've changed. Well, that's simply not the case. You may be aware that there's a problem, but those long lasting changes take hard work and you can't just give up on it because it gets a little tough. If you fall back into your old routine, you're going to go back to your old behavior and your old ways. After I had shown some of your videos or shared some of your videos with a few of my friends, they pointed out to me that my behavior had not changed. In fact, 
both of them were able to give a few embarrassing examples. Well, you shared the info with them and I guess that helped you get some good feedback. Guys, we love when you share uh, what we teach with your friends and family, um, regardless if they ever do coaching with us or not. Margaret and I are really trying to provide a lot of information on not just breakups, but mental health and relationships. So feel free to share your relationships with the people that you care about. That really hit home for me. When I went to bed, I really started to think about the future. I imagine you saying to me, how would I feel if in a few months my ex reached out and I was not prepared? Well, that is something that everybody needs to think about really because in most cases you'll hear from your ex at some point. Um, obviously there are a lot of different factors for each situation, but how prepared you are is the one major thing you can change. That is the one major component that you have the most control over. How hard you work, how motivated you are. He goes on to say, how awful would I feel knowing that you had warned me to get the workbooks and I hadn't? Or that when the next girl comes along, I'll still have problems with girls and mess it up with someone else. So you'll be proud to know that not only am I diligently working on them and have them scheduled working on them for at least 30 minutes a day. I do not want to be the person who blows their second chance. I want to be writing you a success story regardless of my ex. Thank you for everything. Please feel free to share my story. I'll talk with you again soon, Ben. Okay, well, guys, how motivated you are at this point is completely up to you. And yeah, many of you will completely give up on personal growth. Many of you will think your ex is never coming back. They're happier with someone else. They're acting like they're better off without you and you're not really believing what I see day in, day out. People come back all the time. Just like their feelings change and they lose that affection for you or that attraction for you, it can come back depending upon how you act and how you behave. Certain behavior is a lot more attractive than others and you can affect that. You can be aware of that and you can change that. That's up to you guys. And that is why I really want you guys to stay committed to personal growth for like a solid nine months to a year. If you do, you're gonna be the best version of yourself. And even if you never hear from your ex again, you'll still be in an incredible place where all your new relationships will be thriving and all the people that are dating you will be like, this is incredible. Where, where did you come from? So, uh, Stay motivated for you guys. I know this is a very difficult time of year. I know many of you guys are struggling, uh, thinking about your, day, your ex day in and day out. I completely understand that. I've been there too, and I've had those dark days myself, so I get it. Um, I got a second email here from somebody who did an email coaching to me, I think about a year ago. And since that time, he started dating somebody else. But I'm wondering how much work he's really done on himself because, well, you'll see 
some of the stuff that comes out in this email. So this couple is in their uh, mid-twenties and they have been together about a year. So he goes on to say that she felt like there'd been something missing. We're too different and incompatible. She started to see me in a less romantic way. Well, already I'm kind of wondering by the vibes of this, if he was coming on too strong with this woman. Her attitude to me started to deteriorate out of the blue and quickly over a period of three weeks to a month. It doesn't add up. This time, two months ago, she wanted to move in together and even told me she could see herself marrying me. Okay, so two months ago she wants to marry him. Now she's breaking up with him. Doesn't add up for him? Well, something happened, okay? Doesn't just happen out of nowhere. Something had to happen. Maybe it was something on her end. Maybe it was something on his end. And let's go on a little bit further and maybe we'll find some clues, right? He goes on to say, I feel like she cheated on me, was interested in someone else. I have valid suspicions about one guy, but I don't know. Her reasons felt a lot like excuses. Well, the reasons that she gave up front felt like excuses to me too. Doesn't sound like you have a lot of evidence that there's another guy, but something was enough that it felt in your gut um, that it, something felt wrong. And when I was doing the email coaching, I said the same thing to you. Just because the change had happened so quickly and out of nowhere, at least from your perspective. We were very loved up in our honeymoon phase. She always invited me out, prioritizing me over everything. We'd see each other every weekend. She fell in love with me really fast and said it to me after a few months. She'd tell me how special I was and showered me with affection. Okay, so it was going good. Until the last month, our differences weren't an issue. Okay, so he's saying that they had these differences all along and all of a sudden during the breakup, now it's a problem for her. Seems to me like she's using it as an excuse for this situation. There could be another guy. Something's going on. She's very outgoing, whereas I'm reserved. But we clicked. We could act silly together, had very similar interests, and I made her laugh. She has loads of friends, whereas I only have a small handful of my own friends that I see regularly. So, I don't know if my lack of social life changed her opinion of me in the end. It kind of felt like she led me a lot. Um, well, I don't think a woman is really going to break up with a man because of this reason. If a woman is in love with you, she's not going to care if you only have a handful of close friends and that she has a bunch of people in her social life. It's just not a deal breaker. In fact, she used to talk about differences, what she wasn't used to as positives. She liked how I wasn't forward with her on our first dates and how I was mysterious. Okay, so it sounds like on those first dates you didn't come on too strong. But during our breakup chat, 
she started lamenting them as negatives, saying she needs an equal as we have different energy levels and saying along the lines of she felt like she was the one always instigating things mostly. Uh, that's not adding up for me. She used to tell me how much of a nice change it was to be with someone different as she had always gone for assholes. Okay. Well, that tells me something right there. She is always dating guys that mistreat her and now you're treating her maybe too nice? Maybe she's not used to dating a good guy or somebody that's thoughtful or considerate. And so maybe because she hasn't worked through that, she's still attracted to those kind of guys. One of the things that I see you ladies make uh, as an error, in my opinion, time and time again, is you keep going for the guy that's not interested in you. Ladies, I want to see you admit it in the comment section because I would say probably at least 75% of women do this. They chase after the guy who isn't interested, who ignores them, who doesn't care how she feels. Ladies, you know you do it. And then the one that is trying to message you or set up a date with you or spend some time with you, you're ignoring them. What's going on with that? That's not gonna lead to a healthy relationship. If you're really wanting somebody to be a partner and have a good life with and know that they're gonna be there for you, then stop trying to change these guys that have no desire to change. These guys that have no interest in you or your feelings. Those issues are from your early childhood and you gotta work through it. Because if you don't, you're gonna keep finding these same guys over and over again and you're gonna keep wondering why you keep getting hurt and abandoned over and over again. He goes on to say, they were loud and boisterous and she used to be in an abusive relationship. So she really appreciated me at the time. But all of a sudden, being different became an issue. Well, I'm starting to really think here that this woman just can't handle that much closeness. And so she likes the guys that are going to keep her at a distance. And so th these guys that she's dating, these loud, boisterous guys that are abusive, they're not going to let her too close. And so on some level, she doesn't like that level of closeness that you were probably trying to give her. Some things from my point of view are, I think that I pushed her away. I would go into moods. I'd act different with her and not be a joy to be around. Would avoid being affectionate or intimate, but I'd never explain and she'd never really try to get it out of me. I'd sometimes become less talkative, blunt, and a bit pathetic. Well, I don't know where pathetic came from, um, but that makes me wonder what's going on with your self-esteem. Because that's... Uh, it's beating yourself up pretty bad there. I never voice these thoughts because I avoid confrontation. Oh, what's going on there? Instead, I always bottle up my feelings and end up being expressed by my demeanor. And after a while, I guess it took its toll. 
So I'm wondering if you have an anxious attachment style and she has an avoidant attachment style. And so because you're anxious and you're afraid of abandonment, you don't confront people or deal with problems. It also made me reject some plans she invited me to where I'd give excuses like I was tired or I wanted to stay home and do work or I'd go funny and moody when she made plans for us to go and meet up with some of her friends. I also felt like it got stale and the romance fizzled out because of this and I stopped treating her like a lover and ended up acting like friends. Well, that is certainly a problem. You don't want to treat somebody like just a friend. Of course, you want to be friends with your partner, but you got to have that romance. You got to have that attraction going on, that polarity. Um, it, it makes the chemistry between two people. We started to rarely have sex. See, that's what happened. Towards the last few months, I felt like she stopped initiating. We'd get into bed and she'd just fall asleep. So I assumed she didn't want to be intimate. It makes me paranoid she thought I wasn't good in bed. You are paranoid that she didn't think you were good in bed. That kind of came out of nowhere. That makes me feel like you got some insecurity going on here. Even though it was really good at the start. Or now I'm thinking she assumed I didn't want to have sex with her and she wanted to be more manly and take control. I don't know where that came from. That seems out of place for me. Hmm. All these thoughts are running through my head about what I should have said. She started to go distant and go off and do her own thing the last month before breaking up. But I held myself together and I didn't act needy or pester her, thinking she'd return to her normal self after some space, but she didn't come around. Mm. Well, we did suspect that there might be another guy. Maybe he's lurking in the background. I acted calm and listened to what she had to say. Although slightly confrontational, and I effed up slightly by asking her if another guy's involved because I feel like this situation doesn't happen without a girl's wandering eye. See, that really feels like insecure to me. It doesn't happen without a girl's wandering eye? I don't think so. I disagree with that. I don't think that this situation only happens because a girl has a wandering eye. I think if a girl is turned off by a man's behavior, she could easily lose interest and then start to look for other people. So you're making it seem like it's the girl's wandering eye that had the problem. And that could be true, but based on some of your statements here and the insecure behavior that I'm hearing, it seems to me like your insecure behavior turned her off and then she started to look at the other options. We were texting last night saying I respect how she feels, understand where she's coming from. I still love her, but I guess things had changed and become stale and thanked her for the good times and discussing some of the details of what went wrong. But I think I've made a big mistake by discussing things with her via text rather than going no contact. 
I would say so, and you were watching my channel a year ago, so what happened? You stopped doing the work, and you went right back to old behavior? I'm wondering if that's what you did here. You gotta keep working on yourself. I think you got a real issue with insecurity. Okay, I responded to what I wrote, but I've just read your advice about closure and I think I've messed up. Nothing you can do about that now. We've said we're going to miss each other's family, friends, etc. And I think this is instilled a kind of goodbye sort of feeling. She said this all entered her head within the space of a month. Is there any hope for reattraction or should I move on? I feel like she's already over me. She has a secure attachment style. I don't think so. I don't think a woman with a secure attachment style is going to be likely to stay in an abusive relationship or be attracted to assholes. People that are more secure tend to want nothing to do with those kind of people. And women have higher self-esteem in those situations. So if a guy mistreats them, they're like, oh no, I'm done. Bye-bye. So you think she's secure. I think she's insecure. And I would guess that she's avoiding. She has lots of friends to take her mind off the breakup so she won't be lonely. Well, that sounds insecure to me as well. Because, yeah, she may not be thinking about you when she's spending time with her friends, but how are they going to distract her when she's laying in bed at night or she's, you know, in the bathtub or driving to work, right? Her friends can't keep her distracted 24-7. I also think I messed up by texting her the day after, telling her my thoughts and unknowingly created closure and a feeling of it's done and dusted. Well, you know, you did make a lot of mistakes for somebody that has been aware of my channel for over a year, probably well over that, and done coaching with me before. You've got to stay motivated, guys. You don't want to go back to your old behavior, which it seems like you did here. Now, he'd sent a follow-up email, a quick follow-up email a few days later um, before I had done the email coaching. So he added this. He said, hi, Craig, I know you're really busy, and I'm sorry, I just wanted to give you a quick update on my situation. I just went to pick up some jeans that were at hers, I guess her house. The whole encounter was extremely awkward. First off, she said I can come inside if I wanted to. I'm not sure how that's awkward. And told me not to worry, I'm allowed to and had this smile on her face like she was patronizing me, implying she thinks I'm scared. Okay, this is interesting. Let's go through this again. He said, I just went to pick up some jeans at her place. The whole encounter was extremely awkward. First off, she said I can come inside if I wanted to and told me not to worry, I'm allowed to. So, I'm wondering how you looked in this interaction, that if she was picking up some kind of vibe that you were nervous or anxious while you were there, and she was like, don't worry, you're allowed to come in, and you assume that it's patronizing. See, she's smiling at you, 
why would you assume that she's patronizing you or implying that you're scared? I'm wondering if you were scared and now you're projecting it onto her thinking that you're scared. I didn't really want to come in as her dad would be in. What are you, scared of her dad? See, now it does look like you're scared, right? And I want the ladies to do some input on this last part coming up here, okay? But I said, okay, because I thought I'd look like I'm scared. See, scared came up again. How many times are you going to say scared? Went upstairs, got the stuff, and left after making minimal small talk. She just kind of had this smirk on her face the whole time. Just felt so awkward, and I've left an even worse impression. I feel like she's repulsed by me or something, and she'll be just be laughing about it to herself and her friends. Okay, ladies. For those of you ladies watching, I want your input on what this guy is saying here. Because to me, I feel like this is coming from him. I feel like this is coming directly from his insecurity. Ladies, would you laugh at a guy over this kind of situation? Because it's like you're really embarrassed, but you really have no reason to be embarrassed. And yet you're scared, and somehow she reads your mind, and she knows that you're scared. I mean, it seems like all of this insecurity is coming out of you, and you're projecting it onto her. And I'm willing to bet you did that throughout the relationship. And that is probably why she got turned off by you. Because look at all the things that he's saying here. It may feel like not much, but I think there's a lot telling what's going on here, right? Uh, he didn't want to go in because the dad was there. Why would you care about the dad? It's like you're afraid he's angry about you about the breakup or something? I don't know. Why would he even care about that? So you went upstairs, no small talk. She had this smirk on her face the whole time. Why would she... It's like you're acting like she's vindictive with this smirk. But why? You didn't do anything to wrong her. Unless you really believe this woman is just cruel by nature, which you didn't seem to really imply, why would she act like this? Ladies, would you have a smirk on your face like this? Or do you think maybe she was, like, nervous because she saw him? I mean, two months ago, she was telling him she loved him and she wanted to marry him. So, why would she go from that to being repulsed? Because that's what you said next. I feel like she's repulsed by me or something. And that she'll be laughing about it to her friends and her family. Such a bizarre thing to say. She'll be laughing about it to her friends? Why would she be laughing about it? What's the joke? What's funny about it? There's nothing... Like, it's... It's your insecurity. Like, this doesn't... You didn't... It's almost like you're, you're embarrassed that you've been humiliated or something, but you didn't do anything to be embarrassed about or humiliated by, other than being a little tentative to go in the place. See, I think there's a lot of insecurity going on with you, and you probably don't realize it, but I'm willing to bet that you felt like this before, and I'm willing to feel like you've felt humiliated or small before, and I'm wondering if this is having some effect 
on your self-esteem and maybe why you were having some problems in the bedroom too because it seemed like you were insecure about that. The fact that she wasn't remotely upset about breaking up and how she just acted makes me feel like such an idiot and there's no hope. Again, you're beating yourself up. You feel like an idiot. You have nothing to feel like an idiot for. There's nothing that you did here that you should feel like an idiot. Um, he says, less than two months ago, she was on about moving in together and saying she could see herself marrying me. And now this. Well, obviously, we're just getting a small taste of what's happened here. But I think that by looking at the clues, we can see that you were probably very insecure in this relationship and that insecurity was coming out in all of your behaviors and everything that you've done. Uh, it affected your love life. It affected the way you see yourself, the, the things that you tell yourself. I, I don't know, maybe you grew up in a home where there was some abuse going on and you were made to feel really bad about yourself. Um, but I would look at that if I was you because you know, I think that um, you're stressing about things that really you don't need to stress about. I don't think you have anything to be embarrassed about or uh, humiliated by. There's just nothing that you did that deserves that kind of um, response from her. So I'm wondering if that's you and how you're feeling coming out and you're projecting it onto her. Because all she did was smile or smirk at you and you interpreted it one way when it could have been interpreted a lot of different ways. In fact, maybe you could have even said, how come you got that smirk on your face? She could have said, it's just nice to see you again, or I had a feeling you'd be wearing that cologne tonight, or who knows what it could be, but you're interpreting it to be something really negative and really drastic on top of that. So I would work on your security and I would consider doing a coaching with Margaret to talk about this stuff. And I'd really look at getting yourself a local therapist because I think you got some insecure um, issues coming out here. And that is certainly enough to turn somebody off and make them want to end the relationship. How we behave in relationships is so crucial and so critical for attraction. And even though she's telling you that the differences were the issue for the, and that is why the reason she broke up with you. Not in this situation. There are certainly cases where that is true and the differences are too much. But in this situation, I think it's because of all the other things that I looked at and explored here. So hopefully you found this video helpful. If you did, make sure you like it and share it if you like this topic. Because Margaret and I are evaluating the videos that get shared with people. So when you see a video that we like, share it with your friends and your family. And we're going to be a lot more likely to do that topic again if you share a video when you like it, okay? So, of course, when you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching as well. She is amazing. Uh, but that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.